Yeah, man. When they answer that, man, I just take a deep breath. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And we, we try to force them to drill down on starting somewhere. So mm-hmm. for us, like I tell them, it's important to be known or be great at something. And people come to you for your greatness. And if they appreciate your work, then they'll ask you, what else do you do? Mm-hmm. And then you can start asking other services. But, man, trying to do something for everybody is crazy. It is, though, man. And, you know, if you don't have pockets like Coca-Cola or like uh, McDonald's, you ain't going to be able to execute on that, man. No, nah, no. Nah. And, and, and so, you know, which is cool, though, because you guys came out the gate and you got, you know, one of the, well, the greatest, I would say, group out of Atlanta, period, you know, to, to, to be one of your first artists to actually record here. So you guys hit it out the park when you guys first Yeah, but you, you know what's funny? It's like um, one of the things um, I've been using a little hashtag that you can't afford not to work here because mm. because of our history and because of the clients that we have and the things that we've done, people look at us and think that they can't afford to work here. But one of the things I always try to remind them is you guys are looking at these people like Outkast and Goody Mob and Jeezy and Ludacris and Little John and T.I., when we worked on all of they, we didn't work on Outkast's first album, but everybody else I named and so many more, we worked on their first albums. They weren't them. Yeah. Like Ludacris was just Chris. Jeezy wasn't Jeezy. Lil John wasn't Lil John. Sierra wasn't Sierra. So we, we, you know, we working with up and coming independent artists that's on the verge. You know what I mean? So. What's up, everyone? I'm Joe Lemon, and I wanted to take this opportunity to use this episode not so much so I can uh, share some of my interviews that I have lined up, but I really want to dive into sharing with you this process that I'm going about building this podcasting agency. I think uh, just being transparent about my thought strategies that I think that um, might be valuable to you guys as well might uh, <laughs> help me think it out, honestly, but also share some um, insight into maybe some ways that you might be able to glean some of these jewels that I think I'm picking up here. And, you know, one of the, one of my guests from a previous podcast called The Real Value Exchange, um, really, really interesting uh, conversation I had with John Friara, the CEO of Nimble. I want to share something that was really cool. And one of, one of the statements that John mentioned on the podcast was how the world is moving from this B2B play to a P2P play. And clearly what that states is that we're moving from this people to people conversation, right? Our personal brands matter more than ever. And you can't hide behind like your company logo. It like does you no good to take advantage of what the internet has done for us with these multiple platforms, whether it's podcasting, uh, if you're on social media platforms, pushing your brand, whether that's LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever channel you choose, you don't you won't really maximize that from a personal branding standpoint if you sit there and only build your company based off what the marketing department is providing you. And I think this is something that, that is crucial and what a lot of people really kind of miss, um, either because they're lazy or they just, just don't want to try to think of any type of cr- creative strategies to help engage people. But if you really think about your name and how important that is, right? And, you know, the fact that if you're constantly sending out the same uh, emails or, you know, if you're doing cold calling, you're making the, you have the same you know, boring, non-engaging way to kind of try to contact your actual guest. I got to tell you, I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm a huge fan of, of, of email marketing. It's, it's one of the main tools I've used for the past 10 years to help grow business. Not that great over the phone, but I believe in it. I know 
pick up the phone still works. So I'm not here to kind of hate on any of those tactics. But one of the things, honestly, that has been just ridiculous for me is, is this idea of podcast guesting. And so, you know, podcasting has been the most effective tool because I can, I'm able to connect with thought leaders. And this has really expanded my whole professional network. That, and this kind of simplify what I'm talking about. The power of podcasting really comes down to the fact that you open up your platform, whatever this space you want to use, whether that's video, whether it's podcasting, and you invite guests on and you just interview them so they can talk about whatever's important to them. That's what I've been using sales culture for. And I have three other podcasts that I do this with. And so if you want to learn more about that, please go to salesculture.com. It's my personal plug. But to really dive into what the meat of this episode is about was you just heard a clip from Curtis Daniel. Now he's the owner of Patchwork. And for those that don't know, Patchwork is like this legendary recording studio for independent up and coming artists. I mean, you go in, it's like walking into like on the outside, just for the first off, you won't even recognize this right in the heart of the city of Midtown, um, you know, close to Georgia Tech, if you guys kind of know the city a little bit. And man, it's like a fortress from the outside. You won't even be able to get in. There's no real windows. And but when you walk in, I mean, it's 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 posh, man. It's top of the line. I mean, you got million dollar uh, boards there, and so you could, they could they mix and edit everything. Bulletproof glass. I mean, it's ridiculous when you get inside there. All the furniture is custom. It's this really really a lavish place to go record. And you can see how people can really get into their. Uh, creative juices just being just being in that type of atmosphere and so anyway Kurt has done a phenomenal job growing the patchwork studio and you know as you heard he's worked with all the top people but he mentioned this one thing this one statement I really want to focus on which is being known for your greatness and to kind of bring it back this is kind of what I see a lot especially if we look at athletes right I mean, let's go back to like Michael Jordan, right? If you think about whenever Mike came on uh, and, and he got his first deal back in 1984 with the whole Jumpman Rookie of the Year contract, right? He went on to average 28 points. But his team finished third in, in their conference and they had a losing record of 38 and 44. So they weren't really dominating that actual, that actual at, at that time, right? He wasn't that complete package, you know, the GOAT. He wasn't that guy. He was known for one thing. And that one thing was jumping out the gym. I mean, that's why that's why he got the whole Jumpman logo there for, right? I mean, he was known for being the guy who got the ball, went straight to the paint, and then he jumped out the building. And so it makes me think about a lot how we can apply this type of thinking to business. I want to take a quick break so I can plug my guy here. So Kevin Francher, we go back to Pittsburgh days. Didn't really link up that much when I was there in Pittsburgh, but after we moved down to Atlanta together, man, we just, it's like being a, it's like a brother from like another mother type of setup. And one of the things that we're talking about, people who are specializing and really harnessing your actual, your actual craft and finding that one center of excellence. We're going to get into this later in the conversation, but I had to plug him because if you guys need an actual website, don't go at it alone hire someone that you that is trusted and that knows what the hell they're doing you know using squarespace and wix is cool and it could be a little time consuming honestly just trying to figure out what's the right color scheme what's the right content where to place it don't think about it hire someone trusted check out kevin's information on on instagram at francher technologies on the gram hit him up send him a dm now let's get back into the show 
because a lot of times pe people myself included we feel like we have to be this complete package if we take anything away from the from the from Nike's bet on Jordan or Kurt's quote that we need to focus on one thing to be great is that simplify the business strategy, simplify the service offerings, uh, simplify the, the actual products, get it down to one, make that one thing phenomenal and then go about seeing what other opportunities come your way and filter them through. And so I'm using this type of that same strategy with like sales culture. When I first launched, I wanted to be this, you know, complete podcasting production service. I wanted to be able to do all the editing for people. I wanted to, I wanted, to, I wanted to pre and post. I wanted to to book the guests, you know, start to finish. I wanted to do it all, right? And and with that, I've I've scaled it back. And so what I'm really up to now is really just focusing on what I think that I'm phenomenal at. And one of the things I think I'm topping the line, and I've done it for numerous clients now, a couple startups that I've been with and I'm currently doing with my business, is that really connecting smaller companies, startups with bigger brands are their key accounts. I first started working for this company that I'm with now, Elevation Medical. I mean, we had one pro team on board. I was looking back at our, at our router records. I didn't even realize that we, that we have gotten so far. And now we're at 30 plus teams. Now, all that's not because of me. I'm not going to take all the credit. I got a great, I got, I got some great colleagues. They do their thing in their territory. So that's not to say it's just me. But I did have a couple things to do with us getting from that, from that one. Well, I didn't close the first deal, but after that one team, they're helping us scale to that 10 plus and then helping it feed out to the rest of my colleagues. So, you know, one of the things that I would say is that I'm going to scale this down to really just offering a booking agent, like just focus on helping other podcasters connect with their ideal clients through podcast guesting, doing an interview-based podcast to help people, you know, add value first. And it, to me, it's the, the perfect way these days to at least reach out to your ideal clients and not hitting with not hitting them with some uh, sales strategy or you want to take their time or you want to pull something away from them. Instead, why not serve as a platform for them, build an audience with your current base and allow them to talk about whatever's important to them, put them on a pedestal, and it does a couple of things. One, it gives you insight into what really matters to them. Two, you, feel a more, you, you build a more authentic relationship. When you sit down and talk about someone's life for a good 30 minutes, right, and you're talking about their childhood, you're talking about what drives them, whatever they want to actually dive into, you have a better idea of the person. I wanna leave you guys with this. I, I remember, um, one of the things that I got when I first started getting into sales and one of the first things I really started to sell like officially was gym memberships. And, um, you know, I, I was okay at gym memberships. I started in January. So everybody's coming in and they got all these commitments and all the rest of that. And I remember waiting on the door for the first couple of months and it worked out well. Short people around. I was that guy, you know, who was all pumped up on caffeine and I worked out three, four hours a day and I, I showed you around the gym, right? <laughs> I started doing this in Bally's at, in, in like Kennesaw. It evolved from me waiting on people to come in from the door and realize, you know what, I'm not gonna get my, my quotas if I just sit around and wait for people to walk through the door. And I gotta get out and try to find creative ways to find people. And so I learned my lesson early off uh, in the whole gym business. One of the things that you know, I think that anybody that has ambitions or goals 
um, that that is, you know, <laughs> what happens. The ones that haven't faded away into being something that's quote unquote more realistic. <laughs> um, you know, if you have big, big, big goals to dominate your industry, you got to be proactive. You got to do some outreach. So if you want to learn more about doing that, please go to salesculture.work. That's W-O-R-K. Um, feel, feel free to reach out. DMs as well work great on Instagram. I'm at sales underscore culture. And until next time, guys, you guys be phenomenal. And um, yeah, stay and subscribe so you can stay tuned to future content. And let me know if you appreciate some of these just insights as I'm trying to figure out exactly what I'm doing with this podcasting agency. It's been a really cool experience thus far. So hit me up and let me know your thoughts there. Until next time, you guys be phenomenal. Look, daily, every day I'm off the rip. Gotta hustle, trying to make it flip. Gotta hustle, trying to make the fourth. Pocket watching, should be watching yours. Saucing on them, should be watching me. You inspire what you claim to be. You do anything for the fame. I never just do anything. Dudes is probably do any day. Yes, I do expect you to pay. I'm getting to it under lay. Daily, every day on the man. Daily, every day on the man. Spinning like a hundred ceiling fans.